What's up, everybody? You are listening to See Through Panel, a comic book discussion podcast. My name is Cole Harvey. I am here with Fahed Rahman. Hello, everyone. Today, we're going to be talking about Belial. Uh, we just read the f- issues one and two. It was created by Sean Barber, Chuck Pino, uh, written by Chuck Pino, pencils by Gregory Warrenchak, inks by Sean Barber, and letters by Scott Weldon. Yes, and I'll read out the blurb on the Kickstarter. Follow as how did you how did you pronounce it? I said Belial. Okay, so follow along as Belial sets out to reclaim what's rightfully his. Belial's power thrown and claim to hell have all been stolen by none other than Lucifer himself. Over the centuries, hell has become a shadow of its former glory. It's fall, fallen from Belial's structure, vision, legendary depiction, and epitome of everything that you've come to know from the palace of the judged. Now, hell is nothing more than a rundown pit of despair, and Belial has had enough. This is the story of a once powerful ruler that finds himself up against epic odds. He must fight his way back to the throne. He'll face up against the four horsemen of the apocalypse and Lucifer himself to do so. He's not alone in the underdog power struggle as Belial has retained some loyal followers. Will it be enough, or is it just a futile attempt at achieving former glory and become the drunken laughing stock of hell. So this was so I, I did a shout out last year for comic books and comic books creators to send us their stuff. I did that over Facebook, and Chuck uh, reached out over me to me over Facebook and uh, kindly sent over the first two issues of of this. So it's I think it's still on Kickstarter at the moment. I think. I'm not too sure if the Kickstarter was successful or not, but yeah, it's it's just one of those ones where yeah, no, it's fully funded. This one's awesome. fully funded. So, um, the, yeah. So uh, the the reason why I chose it, just the art style, uh, just from the couple of the first couple of pages, kind of grab. I found it intriguing. It's not something. It's not an art style that you still see all that often. So I was just wondering what your initial impressions of it were. Um, yeah. So I didn't actually know anything about this. You sent it to me just for yeah from the submissions and. Initial impressions, I actually really dug it. I thought it was very competently done. I liked the art. We'll get into the art, I'm sure. Um, I thought it was pretty funny, and I actually quite enjoyed it. I'm probably going to stick around for whatever comes next. I assume it's like some kind of mini series or something. Yes, I assume so. Just having, kind of, yeah, I've, we should have probably maybe done a little bit more research before we recorded the um, the episode, but we do kind of like to fly by our pants here. <laughs> yeah, so I I kind of I agree with your sentiments. For me, what it reminded me of was an Adult Swim cartoon. Yes, in a lot of ways, which I think is you know if that's your thing, you're going to enjoy it. If it's not your thing, you're not going to like it that much. So the setup is is that uh, Belial, he's the former uh, creator and Lord of Hell, and his uh, the way they depict him in in the comic is this kind of like downbeat schlubby overweight yeah. fat character he's you know he's kind of like wearing a t-shirt that's slightly too small for him so he's like bellies showing and kind of like it's got you know his gut is kind of going over the top of his belt as well so it's, it's very much in that uh, adult swimish i don't i don't know if satire is the right word but yeah yeah it's close it's definitely like i i was trying to think of kind of a genre for this too because it's like the it is very adult swim isn't it it's like the guy who you know you don't feel bad for because he kind of had he has done basically nothing since he was cast out of being the ruler of hell 
and like no one feels bad for him and he's kind of just a, a piece of crap but he's our protagonist and he starts to do stuff like he has like this awakening and he begins to have aspirations and stuff and it's like he's a yeah washed up has been like basically middle-aged demon guy yeah when he when he first appears i'm just looking at his first appearance so yeah he's wearing a a, rat, a ratty t-shirt you can see his belly button he's like pants uh jeans are all kind of torn torn to shreds so he's not in the the best of shape and he kind of hangs out at this dive bar at the at the bottom of um at the bottom of hell so that's the setup and he's I think his two main sidekicks. I can't remember the name of the little demon guy. Link, little with a link, yeah, link, and then the the bartender whose name also Mammon, escaped. Mammon, yeah, Mammon, yeah. So yeah, so those are like the two other main characters on the protagonist side that we we meet. So there's you know there's kind of a lot of gags about. There's a lot going on each page actually in terms of like gags. I think yeah, uh, it's kind of like packed with gags. So I don't know if you want to talk about that. Yeah, By the way, this of, is a, a not safe for work comic. There's kind of like lots of boobs and butts and yeah, it's, it's foul, it's foul language and that sort of thing. So yeah, they uh, they say on their Kickstarter, uh, no one sixteen or under will yeah. should read it, which I is probably a fair cutoff. But yeah, when I think of stuff like this in terms of the gags on the page, my my example is it's not a comic, but it's always Deadpool the movie because yeah. that's like they pack the most jokes per minute into that movie that I've ever seen. Almost like yeah. a family guy, like just the most jokes per minute. And so this is kind of like, it, it's it's not on that level, but it's getting there. So every yeah. page has, every panel's probably got something they're trying to make you laugh with or a visual gag or something. And uh, a lot of it worked for me. I'm, it's lowbrow stuff, I'm not going to lie, but I'm a lowbrow guy. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't, it's not like I need, you know, anything too complicated. I, I, I can laugh at a butt joke or a dick joke or something. Yeah. And, um, uh, I thought the gags mixed with the actual more serious plot line uh, kind of worked. Like it's yeah. all very kind of not not heavy. It's all very light and easy to digest. Their depictions of the four horsemen are quite enjoyed. So wars kind of portrayed as this cigar chewing cowboy. And like, I think my favorite sequence is in issue two with pestilence. And I think it's famine that appear there. Yeah. And there's just an entire sequence that involves um an outhouse which I <laughs> thought was <laughs> which was quite funny I thought. So yeah, talk a little bit about the art. What did you think? What did you think about the art? Oh, you're good. Um yeah. I don't read a lot of uh black and white comics to be honest. So I I I don't have a lot of comparisons here to to you know, spark your 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 brain to try and imagine this, but I will say it is uh, a style that I really, really enjoy, and I think lends itself super well to the tone of this book. So it's it's black and white, no colors. Um, the lines are, uh, I would say in the figure drawing, it's pretty clean, but it's also kind of got like, the way he shades and the way he does backgrounds are very sketchy. I like that. But the main thing that is my favorite draw is it's kind of got uh, an ink wash kind of thing going on. Yes. I love that. It adds so much depth to the black and white page. Yeah, so it's it's an unusual looking comic. I can't I can't think of another comic that looks like this that I've come across. And I, you know, the black and white comic books I do tend to read are kind of mostly mangas. I haven't seen yeah, so I haven't seen any mangas that kind of look like this. And you're exactly right. It's it looks like I would I wouldn't say it's even black and white. I'd say it's kind of like grayscale, but that kind of doesn't yeah. really do justice to uh, to it. So I think they've for some reason they've take the taken the artistic decision not to do full, full color pages and i think 
that's richly rewarded with what they've done with kind of like with the ink wash effect that they've got. So it does look like they've they, they've painted in certain certain aspects, but they've done it very roughly. So some of the colors are coming outside the lines of the uh, of the character character artwork, if that makes sense. So you know, I'm just looking at a, an image here on uh, I think page 25, and some of the coloring for Belial's skull is kind of coming out of, of his head. I really like the way that kind of adds adds detail and. Yeah, so I, I I personally enjoyed the entire look. I think there's a few like technical things that maybe don't sit quite right um, on the page. I think sometimes the I think sometimes if there's a, there's a few too many panels on the page, and sometimes it's a little bit busy in terms of like the composition. But the in terms of the overall look of it, I really I really like that. You're right about uh, the panel layouts getting a bit cluttered at times. Uh, I think I actually had might have been an issue too. I'm I'm looking at one right now, but. Yeah. I think I had, I think only one kind of like reading order mistake where I skipped a panel or something yeah. like that, which is not, I mean, unusual for some comics, but um, not preferred. But I also had a lettering thing in the first issue, looks like page maybe 10. It's it's basically a silhouette shot of uh, Mammon or and Belial. Yeah. And I think Mammon's supposed to be talking and they put the letter, the... The, the balloon on Belial and it just confused me and that's like very minor stuff but yeah um, oh yeah that doesn't occur again i don't think yeah some yeah sometimes that will um yeah yeah i mean that happens to marvel in dc like it, yeah. it's gonna happen in an indie comic it's it's not really a big deal but yeah um yeah so there's uh i, I mean i would say in terms of like the you know the other kind of criticism i've i've got you see some really brilliant letterers out there and I don't I think they could have done a lot more with the lettering in terms of you know Bilal's got his own font and I think a few of the other characters could have done with them maybe their own fonts and maybe a little bit more uh, creative kind of like thwunk and crack effects on the page especially in some of the action sequences I think would have done would have I would have preferred that and kind of the other thing is is that in terms of the character designs I think they could have gone weirder and stranger and more monstrous than they have yeah. done with some of the characters. I'm just thinking of like Link, for example. He just kind of, kind of looks like uh, a cherub with horns, and some of the other kind of like demonic characters. I think they could have gone stranger and weirder. And do, do, do you know what I mean? I do. Yeah. They. Yeah. All the main characters are kind of like your normal demons. Like yeah, Link's an imp, and Belial's just kind of like a a a, a middle aged dad with horns and stuff. Yeah. But when they do the big wide shots of like his army and stuff, there's some pretty weird demons in there, but yeah. they're not really used. There's a there's like a bone dragon. There, there's some cool stuff in this in this wide shot that I'm looking at in issue one. But yeah, they don't. None of the main characters, even the horsemen, yeah. are too visually um, unique. They're 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 pretty average um, designs. But yeah, I think they're they're executed well. Yes. I mean, I, I wouldn't say like any of the characters look like disappointing or anything, but it just felt well, clearly the talent is on the page to do really weird, strange, horrific looking things. Yeah. Uh, it would have been nice to see a little bit more of that. So, yeah, I think that like, for me, it's I really enjoy. So this is going to be like a backhanded compliment, but I really enjoyed it. But I think from the first two issues that um I that, that we read, I I think I've probably had as much of the story that as 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 I kind of need really 
I did enjoy it, but I'm not too sure whether I'd back a Kickstarter for the next two issues. Yeah, that. I think I'm kind of I'm, I'm halfway there. I I'm not gonna like watch this closely and back the Kickstarter and yeah. be anticipating it. But if they, you know, sometimes with Kickstarters like this, when they're done, they'll put a Kickstarter out for a trade or they'll put a give you all six issues or however many issues it'll be. That I might be interested in. And I, mean, I just, yeah, I think just like the the the, the way that the plot ends, it didn't really leave me wanting to see more of it or like desperate to see more of it i don't think i think if there is a weakness in the comic uh, i think it's probably i couldn't get a hook to care about any of the characters too much so i don't really care care about uh belial or link or uh what's the name of the other guy mammon so none of these characters like were intriguing enough for me to kind of like i desperately need to know what happens in the next issue um i enjoyed my time while I was with them, but it's just kind of, I'm kind of completely desperate to see what kind of happens, happens next. I'm kind of with you. I think the, it sounds weird, but I enjoyed the comic, but the plot is the weakest part to me. The main yes. plot thread yeah. of him taking back hell is I don't really care. I mean, I'm, I'm here for the gags, um, the art, the visual gags. I, I should have said this earlier. Uh, I love the way Gregory Warren check, does facial expressions i think he's really yes. good at facial expressions. yeah 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 um so i'm there for all that stuff um him taking back hell from the horseman was cool and the fights were cool but it's not that interesting and i think that's like the only part of the pacing that didn't work for me it was very yeah. quick and I, I read this like fast and i never put it down which is good but the pacing for the main story is kind of fast um yeah. it kind of moves at a pace that makes me feel like it's not meaningful yeah, i think I, I yeah i think it might only be like a four or five issue run in which case that's, that would make that's sense fine. I, I can't see it as, as an ongoing i mean the way they're moving through the plot is really quick yeah so, three to five yeah. issues would be somewhere yeah. probably correct sounds about right so again it's like one of those going back to the adult swim analogy it's kind of like one of those lesser adult swims uh, uh tv shows where if it's on tv and you catch it you'll watch it but it's not like one of the better ones like um venture brothers or something like that where you you know it's um appointment tv to 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 catch up with that what is what's your favorite adult swim tv show kind of slightly getting getting off topic man i haven't even thought about adult swim shows in forever i'm not yeah. really sure you do yeah. yours first and i I, gotta, yeah, I think like I venture think. bros is like it one, one, you know, was one of my favorites and um Oh, what was that talk show that they had? Space Ghost. Space was, Ghost? Okay. Yeah, yeah. You got me there. Oh, that was on other, yeah. Space Ghost, Coast to Coast. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. You know, those probably, old school ones. Because I think I was a little young when I first saw Venture yeah. Bros. I was yeah. actually just talking about this with my friends the other day. Yeah. I remember it coming on and like seeing it as a kid and being like, holy shit, this is insane. I have no idea what's going on right now. Yeah. This is wild. So I never really got into it, but maybe Robot Chicken. Or yeah, I don't know. I, I'm getting mixed up with Toonami now because they're kind of the same. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that had some like classic, you know, bangers on there. I'm just looking at the list now. Aquatine Hunger Force. Yeah, the Brack Show. We are getting well off topic now, but the Brack Show kind of like turned me around on Freddie Prince Jr. I used to hate that guy when he had an appearance of Freddie. Uh, uh, Freddie Prince uh, did a, an appearance in the Brack Show, and he was just like, "Oh, he's got a sense of humor about himself. That's really nice to 
<laughs> see no, I didn't know this Harvey Birdman attorney at law um yeah so there's lots of good cool shows on there so this is like one of the lesser adult swim shows that's not like one of those top top tier ones it's very enjoyable but it's not kind of like there's nothing that hooks you in to kind of like keep watching it um over and over again at the same time yeah I would recommend this to people who like are in for a good laugh people that don't uh need to take what they're what they're consuming too seriously yeah which I have a lot of friends that would like this, I think. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I do as well. I think, you know, for a four or five issue um, run, it's you know, I, it's weird. I enjoyed it, but I'm not kind of like going to go out of my way to see the get, 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 get the issue. It's a recommend for me. I'd, I'd recommend you go read it. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not overly enthusiastic about kind of desperate to be reading the next next issue i've, I I've think repeated the valid. same point like six or seven times, but you get you get the idea of what I'm, I'm trying to say i get what you're saying it probably yeah. yeah it feels a little weird to say it out loud but there's just so many comics i mean i can like something and recommend it but not you know be chomping at the bit for more of it yeah yeah so that's i think that's all we need to say the, the art's good the dialogue is good yeah but it's just you know kind of had that yeah so, There's yeah, a lot so, of stuff out there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what, what we'll do is we'll put a link to their Facebook page and the Kickstarter. Thank you, Chuck, for um, sending us the um, review um, copies. And yeah, we'll just kind of, I'll, I'll try and find their, their social media stuff as, as well on online and include that in the episode description as awesome. well. Okay. Um, I don't think we've decided what uh, uh, comic, I was going to say what issue we're going to be doing next. Uh, I don't think we've decided what um, comic book we're going to be doing next, but we'll, um, we'll, we'll announce that on uh, social media. I'm going to try my best to kind of get through as many of the submissions as, um, as we can through the kind of like next, um, you know, you know through this season, because there's been a lot of people that have kindly sent, sent, sent in there and sent, sent in their work. And I think it's important that we, as many of those people we can kind of uh, honor them with at least a mention on the on, on the podcast as well definitely okay cool um any any last words cole uh no i think we're, we're getting back into gear i got a couple of shows um edited we're we got some in the back stock now we're, we're doing good yeah cool that's great guys so um thank you very much thanks guys okay see ya bye <laughs> <laughs>